0: Welcome to the Dr. Christian Haim podcast, where we're living for preventative mental health, love, and compassion. Hope you're traveling okay today. I'm Caroline Heim, and today we're continuing our series taken directly from the monthly live Q&A that Dr. Heim does on the iHealth Radio channel in New York with our charismatic host, Hurricane H. In this episode, Dr. Heim talks about the will. What is a will? Where is the will in your brain? And why do some people have a strong will? How do decisions get made in the brain? Are you driven by your subconscious or unconscious? Dr. Heim finishes off with how to make a conscious decision to overcome difficulties in life and some really great practical tips. Let's go. All right. So uh, first things,
1: uh, first question, uh, doctor, what drives a human will? Are there any studies that address how some humans have such a strong willpower versus some that don't?
2: Okay, anonymous. Uh, non, that's, that's actually that's a wonderful, wonderful question because, in one sense, we don't know what the will is. In the other, in another sense, we're starting to figure it out because, um, psychiatry and psychology spends a lot of time in what we think, in how we feel, and in what we do. So, in a sense, those three things—think, feel, and do make up our personality, our unique selves, and how we interact in the world. However, the question has to do with the will. What is the will? Because the will is more than thinking. It's more than feeling, and it actually motivates and drives us to do. So we know that there are some things in our body that drive us to do certain things. But is that the will? Well, actually, no, it isn't. The will is when you say, I want this or I want to be this, or I want to achieve this. This is what I want. And the best that the science has at the moment is that the will happens in the orbitofrontal cortex. So I'm in the brain, but I'm in the very front part of the brain, the part that is just above the eyes, just uh, behind your forehead. And in a way, the orbitofrontal cortex leads the whole brain. When you arrive at a party, your orbitofrontal cortex arrives first, okay? Okay. So your orbitofrontal cortex is that part of your brain that it checks out what's happening at the party. It checks out what you're thinking. It checks out what you're feeling. And then it is the place where you decide, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. And it then drives the body into action to do something or to say something. Now, part of the mystery is how do we actually explain what we want? Why are we attracted to certain people? Why are we attracted to certain careers? Why do we want to work in certain areas? We, science doesn't have an answer to that. <clears throat> but we know that it's very real because it's part of our unique motivation. So the will is very important. So part of that question was also, why do some people have a strong will? And why do some people have not as strong a will? And the science behind that is, we don't know. Because science, in a sense, assumes that we are all the same in that we interact with the world and we try to survive our environment. But those unique differences, those things that we know that are very important to all of us, they're in our DNA somehow, but how they translate into our brain to saying, I want this, whereas somebody else wants that, that's the uniqueness. That's where we're individuals. That's where what we choose and what we intend becomes so important to how we lead life. So that's that's the start of how to get there, Hurricane.
1: Well thank you, Doc. And so just listen to you. So it sounds like we all have the ability to actually push and and make the difference. I mean there is a saying that says, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. I mean I strongly believe in that personally and I I apply that. So as long as you're willing, you can do. But but again so it is a decision, you know, or I guess it's, I don't know if it's it sub- subconscious is it conscious, you know, where you actually literally, I guess it's more conscious, it's an action, you have to do something about it, and you know, it's just not automatic, right? I'm not, what do you think of that? What, what's your, right. I guess? Okay, your so, <laughs> all
2: right, so in the last 20 years, we've been discovering uh, how decisions get made. And that very question that you asked, is it conscious or subconscious or unconscious It's a bit controversial what we found, all right, because we believe that we make decisions consciously. I get the information, I understand the information, and then I make a decision. What the science has actually shown uh, when a thought arises, the subconscious mind has already had that thought several seconds before you actually think about it consciously. And so people think, oh, okay, that means it's all subconscious. Well, That's not quite true either, because each of us is a pattern, uh, a framework, a structure. In other words, our body is going to do the same thing today as it did yesterday. There's something that's predictable in all of us, because that's Christian, or that's hurricane, or that's whoever it is. There's an enduring pattern. We don't wake up and rediscover ourselves every day. We pick up where we left off. So in a sense, our mind, our decision-making is driven by patterns that we've already established, our beliefs and our perceptions right from our childhood beforehand. Here's the difference between the unconscious and the conscious. If you are driven by your unconscious, so you allow your patterns to take over, you'll be doing things the same way, sometimes the same annoying way that you've been taught to do things in your childhood, all right? And you go, damn, that's a bad habit. To be able to change that, You have to bring it up into the conscious mind to say, all right, now I have a tendency to say certain things in the same way. I want to actually change that. And that takes conscious work that says, Mm -hmm. okay, in this situation, somebody's asked me that question. I'm not just going to say whatever. I'm actually going to think about it and give them an answer of what I want at that time. So you're battling against a pattern that's in your subconscious, but your conscious mind can actually do it. So let me explain it with, um, let's say, a sport, let's say soccer. Well, let's go back to soccer. All right. <laughs> that if you kick the ball in a certain way, it just veers off your foot the way that you don't want it to. You actually have to consciously practice and practice and practice with a ball and the angle of your foot to change the angle of your foot just a little bit to get the ball going exactly where you want it to. That's a lot of conscious hard work, and you repeat it until it becomes part of your subconscious, till your brain says, foot, I just want you to get the ball over there, and foot then knows what to do. Same thing with practicing piano, a little change. Same thing with the way that you answer people that ask you a question. If you're sick of saying, oh, I'll just do whatever you want, right, you consciously have to go, hold on, I am now going to tell you what I really want okay? And you consciously have to make that and repeat it and repeat it. And in a few months, I'm sorry, it's that much work. You can go to, no, I'm not going to say whatever. This is really what I want you to do at this stage.
1: Well, doctor, thank you so much. And again, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. I'm listening to you and, and we do have power. And yes. it's it's amazing that we have to tap into that and, and be conscious about it. I mean, that's I think, the thing. The the differentiator between someone who has that strong will apparently and someone who doesn't is the yes. ability to kind of tap it into that mind and really consciously like say, no, I got to do something about it and take the action as opposed to just being behind the scene and just kind of keeping quiet. Now, again, the outcomes I think will vary based on that particular opportunity or that particular drive that you will, you will, you know, have. And so, yeah. so, you know, again, for folks that are watching and listening, that's a big deal. And, and doctor, I mean, you've broke it down. Please go ahead. I think you wanted to say something.
2: Now, the easiest analogy is driving a car, all right? We may complain that we don't like the car that we're in, so our body and our brain, but it's the decisions that are made by you, the driver. That is the will. Where am I going to turn my car? Am I going to turn to the left or to the right? Am I going to say... Uh, yes to another drink or no to another drink? Am I going to say yes to a relationship to this person or no to a relationship to this person? Every decision we make takes energy. And the problem is making decisions with your will takes energy. Uh, Whereas it's much easier to go whatever and just go to a pattern where you abdicate responsibility and just do what you feel like. All right. But the consequences may be good or bad, depending on the uh, decision you have to make. And this is where will comes in. The opportunity to shift is to consciously use your will. So in other words, make decisions. Actually ask yourself, what do I want? Uh, and to to then think about that. And when you do that, you're using your orbitofrontal cortex. You're using that part of your brain that looks at what you think, looks at what you feel, looks at the environment and says, This is the choice that I am going to make. I intend to do that. Now, we're slowing down a really fast process in the brain, but it's a process that takes a lot of energy to consciously decide takes a lot of energy. But I'm encouraging people to use that energy because when you make those decisions, you get more of what you want. You communicate clearly with the people around you and you end up with less regrets Right when you're making the decisions that you want, and as long as your decisions are in line with your values and your beliefs and what you want in the world, then you're actually driving your own car through your life just that little bit better.
1: I love that, Doc. I mean, again, it, you live better. I, I think that's that's <laughs> I think we all want to live and enjoy and thrive, and so, so hopefully today's question uh, is probably going to be a good answer response for a lot of folks, not just uh, whoever sent the actual uh, uh, question to us here, but I think we all can benefit from this particular advice and least uh, breakdown of what that means to us and how we can put into practice in real life and what that means to us in just you know the environment that we live in and whoever is around us because I think at the end of the day, our actions is also Interact with everybody around us and literally impact everyone around us. So, yes. if we tap into this, we probably can be better humans, better husbands, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, wives, uh, friends, sons, and whoever. I mean, we can be better members of society as a whole. So, I think uh, it is
2: just yes. uh, something that we can drive on. Yes, yes, and this is one of those questions which actually show the benefit of science because uh, humans have asked this question for hundreds and hundreds, thousands and thousands of years. When do I use my will? How do I make myself effective? And actually, uh, this question about the will was articulated in the philosophy of David Hume in the 18th century. And what we're finding is that he came up with this same answer and now, 350 years after he articulated it, the science is showing That he's right this is how our minds work and we can make decisions and we are driven by our passions as he called it and our thoughts but also motivated by our will what he called uh conation so that driving that desire so desire is very important it's part of who we are as unique individuals so keep your desire Keep your intentions and keep your beliefs and your values. And one of the things that I go back to a lot, Hurricane, is to know what your values are. If you know what you value in life, then you've got kind of a template to help you drive your car through life.
0: You know, I think we need to celebrate our strong wills more. Not when they hurt people and not when they use selfishly to get our own way all the time, but just for good, to achieve something great for others, to push through difficulties when your partner feels like giving up, to keep standing and believing and trying. Let's celebrate our strong wills. Maybe we should have Strong Will Day or something. I'm so glad that you joined us and I will see you next time. Bye for now.